live from the offices of Great River Investments in the beautiful city of Burlington, Iowa. This is the Marvin Knows Finances Show. I am your host, Marvin Thompson, your certified financial planner with Great River Investments. And joining me today and every day is my marketing guy, Kyle Rappenecker of Rappenecker Designs, the man who actually makes this podcast work and makes me sound so good. <laughs> Thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to listen in. And as always, for all of my listeners on iTunes and Spotify, don't forget to click the subscribe button. If you prefer to see just how handsome we are, please check out the YouTube channel, Marvin Knows Finances, and click subscribe there as well. Just like the last and every time, I have to take care of a little business before we get moving too far forward to make sure my compliance department stays happy and allows me to continue to bring you this wonderful show. So here it goes. Marvin Thompson is an investment advisor representative and a registered investment advisor with Brokers Financial member SIPC. Opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily reflect those of Brokers Financial. The topics discussed and opinions given are not intended to address the specific needs of any listener. Great River Investments LLC does not offer legal or tax advice. Listeners are encouraged to discuss their financial needs with the appropriate professional regarding your individual circumstances. Well, we got that out of the way. <laughs> hey, needs to be said. It needs to be said. <laughs> All right, Kyle. So uh, this week we are going to be talking about college. Mm-hmm. Uh, the title of the show is "College Worth the Price." And what brought this up to me is a couple of different um, factors or things that happened in my life uh, that made me start really thinking about this. Of course, you know I've, we've talked in past episodes about my two my two children. You know, yep. Natalie is now a second year nursing student yep. at our local community college. She'll be starting classes again in a couple of weeks to work on her RN. Mm-hmm. Uh, degree and my son Travis is going off to the Air Force in a few weeks mm-hmm. and of course they have a college program and so forth yep. but we're having dinner the other night and on the NBC um, News um, the 530 NBC News um, they did a story about um, companies that are now hiring people without college degrees specifically mm-hmm. and it got me thinking man this is a great this is a great podcast topic because mm-hmm. you know is college really worth the price? that kids nowadays and parents are paying. Exactly. And, you know, as a financial planner, I sit here and look at it and think, oh, my God, you know, <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars yes. is being spent on educations. Mm-hmm. And you kind of wonder whether the, the children or the young adults are um, actually getting their money's worth yep. when it comes to getting some of these degrees out there. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. what do you think? I mean, do you think you need a college degree? Well, you know, from my experience, I mean, we both went to the same college, um, not at the same, not at the same years, obviously, but, um, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> that's a good way to start. <laughs> hey, we both have the same alma mater. Come that's on. right. But, um, Go Western Illinois. but, um, uh, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I learned some things there. Um, you know, the marketing classes I took, you know, I still, you know, have some of that engraved in me. But, you know, overall, I feel like a lot of what I utilize now was from just diving into, you know, you know, the work, the workforce, you know, diving into my jobs and stuff and and actually getting out there. So the one thing that I, I guess there's a lot of negatives when I think about college, I think about, you know, like those Ivy Leagues where Teach where um, uh, um, oh, uh, like families are spending like you're saying hundreds of thousands of dollars so they can say that their uh, child went to Princeton or Harvard or something where in fact maybe the kid is just you know goofing off going to you know fraternities and just drinking every night and stuff and it's just like you know maybe they're just doing the same classes that they're doing at a you know a local community college so exactly. there's things like that that I think about but. 
You know, I think there's positives and negatives, but overall, I think that there are a lot of benefits to, you know, these trade schools, these, you know, these union jobs that you can get that, you know, where you can easily get training within a year or two, and then you're, you know, certified and stuff, so... You know, it's kind of a hard it's kind of a hard question to answer, but you mm-hmm. know, I, I I think a lot of people get a lot out of college. Like mm-hmm. my wife, she was a she's a teacher and she got a lot out of it, but um, then again, she had to do a lot of you know internships and stuff like that. So, but then again, you know, that's mostly like technically on the job training. So, you know, it's just kind of a toss up, I guess. So. Exactly, and I, I kind of feel the same way you do. Mm-hmm. You know, when when I went to school. Um, there was definitely some things that I carried over into my professional career that I did learn in college. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of basic stuff in some cases, a lot of more advanced stuff in other cases. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's hard to sit here and say is college worth the uh, is a college degree worth it? Yes or no? You know. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what you basically said is it boils down to what career you're going into. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Um, I think right now colleges promote a lot of majors where the children could definitely get a better understanding by just joining into the workforce uh, right off the bat. You yeah. know, when I went back, when I went to school, you know, what is it now, 27 years ago when I graduated from college, mm-hmm. you know, it was an, it was understood that if you went to school and you had a degree, it meant more yes. in terms of pay, it meant more in terms of status and so forth. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you know, uh, you almost look at it and say, well, if you have a college degree, what does it really mean? It means that you were able to accomplish something. Mm-hmm. But nobody knows the story of the four or five years it took you to get there. Exactly. You know? Yeah. They don't ask for your GPA. They, they don't, don't ask get... for your GPA. They really don't even care what school you went to unless you, you know, looking for some sort of a status symbol, like you said, with maybe a, a certain college or whatever. Exactly. But, um, you know, it's amazing to me the number of kids out there who pick schools just because of the reputation of the schools and not necessarily because of the programs and, and so forth. Exactly. But I'm starting to see a shift in the process of thinking when it comes to this whole idea of college. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm actually encouraged by it. Because I do see more and more kids wanting to join into the military or use the National Guard as yeah. a way to help pay for school. Absolutely. I'm seeing more and more kids going into trade schools. I'm seeing more and more parents talking to their kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're going to cover all this today. But, um, mm-hmm. like I said, what does a college degree do for you? What do you feel a college degree does for you? I think it shows that you're able to accomplish something. Mm-hmm. That's really what the bottom line is. Yeah. So, Absolutely. all right. So your son's two years old. We've talked about that. Yep. You know, obviously you're not talking to him about colleges yet. You know. <laughs> no, not yet. Not but yet. do you and your wife ever have conversations about it in terms um, of the thoughts of what it's going to look like in 16 years? Yeah, we do. Um, you know, we definitely. You know, we might sound like bad parents, but um, you know, both of us. You know, our parents. They never you know, set aside any sort of money to, you know, put us through college or anything. So we're going to sort of have that same outlook for, you know, our son and, you know, hopefully our future, you know, next child and stuff. So we're going to make them, you know, they turn 16, get a job, make sure that they have enough money to go to, um, you know, probably a local community college. And then after that, if they want to decide to, go to either trade school or, you know, I mean, there's just so many options. I mean, there's, you know, I know, I know, you know, some 18 year olds who they just got out of high school and then they started getting a, you know, they got a trucking job for, 
you know, like $30 an hour. And it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, you're making more money than me and you're, you know, 15 years younger than me. So mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, so there's, there's so many options out there, but I feel like, and that's the other thing is like, um, you know, if, if the, if the student or the child isn't really paying for the college, you know, I feel like there's also, there isn't really a big weight or a burden on their shoulder to, you know, have that effort or have that desire to learn to, mm-hmm. to, to like you say, when, when you talk about college is about accomplishing something. Well, you know, if you, if you are going to go in there, you know, take out loans and do this, then I feel like you're going to get more out of it. If you kind of go that route, instead of your parents saying, you know, all right, here's, here's 50 grand that we saved up, go to college you know, have your fun, you know, don't worry about stuff. Yeah. So, but you know, then again, that might just be my outlook, but mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, but either way I'm, I'm, you know, I'm good with whatever, whatever they choose as yep. long as it's not, you know, and see, we, we kind yeah. of took a little bit different stance with ours. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think my parents really had the ability to save money for college, you know, for, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, um, it's we took a little bit different approach with it basically and said you know we're going to try to save some Mm -hmm. but i think one of the points i'd want to put out there to all the parents who may be listening to this is with the astronomical costs of college nowadays it's virtually impossible to save enough in a in a account or whatever to pay for 100 percent of that child's education Mm -hmm. even a local even a local college local stuff Mm -hmm. so so let's back it up a second and say, okay, what's step one? What's step one? Do uh, do we want to talk about savings first? Or do we want to talk about um, uh, something different? I want to talk about something different. I want to talk about the fact that parents don't talk to their kids about the potential landmine that they're walking into. Yes. Okay. So um, this isn't going to make me make me very popular with the college uh, scene probably, but um, I look at colleges as for-profit businesses, mm-hmm. and you know a oh, lot yeah. of people will say, no, that's not the case. You know, they're there to provide oh, education no. for the children and so forth. I, I completely agree with you. But colleges make money. Mm-hmm. You know, college professors uh, back in my day at Western Illinois made a tremendous amount of money per year, yep. and it takes a lot of money to fund those things. You know, it's some of it's coming from state since it was a state university. Uh, but a lot of it's coming from tuition. That's why you see increases every year. Yep. That's why you see colleges, when the child reaches a junior year in high school, start to reach out to your students if they have any inclination about exactly. uh, the possibility of going to school. Exactly. So colleges, in my opinion, are for-profits. Mm-hmm. And for for-profits, they're trying to sell you a product that may or may not be in your best interest. Mm-hmm. Okay? Exactly. So we need to start talking and educating our children um, at a fairly early age about what college means, what college can do for you, and is it really worth the price to go out and do that? Yes. Because uh, you bring up a couple of very good points. You know, um, As we sit here today, um, there are a tremendous amount of jobs available out there paying really, really good wages for 18, 19, 20-year-old um, young adults. I keep calling them kids, but they're young adults. Yeah. Um, where they would not necessarily need a college degree. No. Okay. And so I think it's a lot that they need to talk about. Um, so, but then, of course, what's the cost? You know, the cost of schooling right now. Um, I mentioned this in previous podcasts, but $1.7 trillion in student loan debt in this country right now. Mm-hmm. $1.7 trillion. That's a ton of zeros. Yep. Okay. 
Um, average debt per student is $38,000, almost $39,000 per child. Yeah. Okay. And if you're sitting there right now with a six-year-old, um, based on a J.P. Morgan study that I read, um, four-year universities, when that six-year-old gets to uh, college age in 12 years, mm-hmm. is going to run about $172,000 per year. Oh boy. Now you take that in the family of two, three kids, you know, you're talking half a million dollars and up. Jeez. Now, I kind of put an asterisk by some of those numbers because, you know, a lot of it depends on what part of the country you live in, what university you're going to, mm-hmm. are you going to be in-state, out-of-state, and so forth. Yeah. Um, and then if you're going to a private university, you might as well just double that because yes. they're projecting um, costs to be about $393,000 for the oh, four years yeah. that you go to a private university. Oh, yeah. So even if you get scholarships, you're still scholarships, grants, all that stuff, you know, it's, it's very, very scary. So, uh, we've been talking to the kids in in my household about, you know, let's talk about your career you want. I'm not going to make your career choice for you and then decide what's the best route to go. And a lot more parents are doing that nowadays. And a lot of kids are realizing, Hey, I don't want to come out of school with $39,000 in debt. I don't want to be making those three, four hundred dollar a month payments in addition to my rent and my car and everything like that. So exactly. it's um, it's important that you're you're sitting down there and talking. Mm-hmm. Um, I pretty much told my kids, look, I, I will be willing to pay for your four years of schooling. That's not a problem. Um, well, it kind of is, but you know, <laughs> with two of them in school at the same time. But you know, it's um, it's something you have to work with me on. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be willing to start, for example, at our local community college. Mm-hmm. And uh, Natalie happened to choose a career in the nursing field where they have one of the best nursing oh, programs yes. around, you know, and Absolutely. she'll end up with the same exact degree that she would have if she went to our state university that has a really good nursing program also for mm-hmm. a fraction of the cost. Mm-hmm. She's able to live at home. She's able to save money. She's able to work. And so that's a really good example of something that as parents you can do with your child is almost promote the use of a community college, you know, because it's a fraction of the expense of going to a, a four-year university or a four-year private school and so forth. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. one quick story for you. So, a few years back, I was a representative in something called Southeast Iowa Days up in Des Moines. And basically what it is is some business leaders in the community will go up to Des Moines and you listen to some students in the area talk about their thoughts on Iowa, mm-hmm. uh, what would want them to say around here and so forth. And... Um, when I was up there that year, the kids were talking about um, getting maybe some tuition assistance or forgiveness when uh, they graduate college. Mm-hmm. And the kids stood up there and they said, hey, I want to be a orthopedic surgeon and I plan on going into debt $250,000. I'm thinking, okay, 250000 for an orthopedic surgeon is a lot, but at least they have the opportunity to make you know that kind of money to pay that off. Mm-hmm. Huge burden but something they could do. Mm-hmm. Another young lady stood up and said, I'm planning on being a teacher and I'm going to go into debt $130,000 to become a school teacher. And then my red flags growing up because I'm like, you know, she seemed like a nice young lady. She seemed like she had a real passion to teach kids and so forth. Yeah. But if we have teachers coming out of school, you know, with $130,000 in debt, we have a real big she she's going to have a real big problem because yeah. teachers in our area don't start out making the kind of money that you would want to pay $132,000 in student loan debt. Mm-hmm. So, um always thinking about parents talking to their kids. You know, that's a really good example of somebody who could potentially be in trouble and you, you know, she's standing up on stage in a room full of 200 people, you don't know if she has any guidance or not. Mm-hmm. 
but you just want to reach out and help these kids. Yep, exactly. It's really what you want to do. Exactly. And um, you know, that's something we do here. You know, yeah. if parents want to come in and talk with their students about um, college and the cost and whether it's worth it or not, um, it's all going to depend on the degree. It's all going to depend on how can you start cheap as possible yep. um, and so forth. Yep. So, so it really brings me to my next topic is how do you even pay for this? You know, when you start hearing of numbers of $170,000 or $130,000 or $250,000, you know, how do you do it as a parent? You know, and, um, you know, you and your wife have kind of made the decision, look, we're not going to really put a lot of effort into, you know, saving for our kids' education. Mm -hmm. Totally respect it. Totally understand it. Um, but if you're one of those parents out there who, who maybe want to do that, what are some options for you? Okay. Yeah. So 529 plans is probably the most popular thing that you can look at. Mm -hmm. And in the state of Iowa, um, we have a really good state-based state, state -based college plan called College Savings Iowa. Mm -hmm. And the website is simple. It's collegesavingsiowa.com. Yeah. It's ran through a very low-cost provider. You can start funding um, kids' education accounts for as little as 25 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. um, basically how it works is you go on the line to the account or to the website. You register um, your information as the owner of the account. You um, put your child's information in there, and then you name a successor owner in case something happens okay. to you. This is the person who's going to take it over. Okay. All right. And they have age-based investments. They have individual investments that you can choose. Mm -hmm. For those of you who may not be familiar with, you know how investments work. An age-based investment might be the best route to go. Yep. And simply put, the younger the child is, the more aggressive the account is. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think that's a really good option to do. Um, in the state of Iowa, you do get a small tax break on your state uh, taxes if you use the College Savings Iowa program. Oh, really? Um, but, you know, since this is going to be a national broadcast, you have to really check with your individual states and their individual programs to um, to decide whether, you know, which is the best program okay. for you. Because I think every state has a different program. Oh, okay. So you definitely want to check into it, what your state offers and what would okay. be the best for you. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, another thing that you can do is something called a UGMA account. That's a uniform gifts to minors account. Okay. And basically what you're doing is you're the owner of the account and you can invest it how you want until your child reaches age of majority. Oh. But then once they reach age of majority, they take over the account. Okay. So if you happen to save ten, twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars, whatever the number is in this UGMA account, yep. you run the risk of losing control of that account when your child reaches age of majority. Oh. In a five twenty nine plan you don't do that. You're always the owner. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if something should happen to the kid or the kid decides not to go to school, um, that can be transferred to another beneficiary. Mm -hmm. So if you have two children, um, it works out pretty good. Yeah. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. um, but bottom line is that when you're when you're doing the investments in this, you really want to make sure that you're taking advantage of time, taking advantage of compounding interest. You know, because the more growth you have in these five twenty nine plans, as an example, the better it is. Mm -hmm. um, any growth inside of five twenty nine plans comes out tax free if it's used for qualified education expenses. Yep. So it's it's really a really a good thing. Okay. Um, Financial aid, you know, fi financial aid, unfortunately, is not something you're going to know about until right before yeah. you go to school. And uh, every parent out there who's ever filled out a FAFSA form, all you ever do is sit there and scratch your head, like, why do I do this? Mm -hmm. You know, why is it working? And so forth. Mm -hmm. But there are some stats about um, financial aid really doesn't pay for as much as people would think they do. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. but strongly, strongly encourage anybody sending a child to college to contact the financial aid office. Um, they're wonderful people. Mm -hmm. They sit there and they spend time. They work with you. They try to find you money. It's really their job. Their job is to give out the money. Yeah. And it's, it's a great thing. And then, of course, scholarships. You know, um, mm -hmm. in previous employment, I was shocked 
by the amount of scholarships that go unclaimed every year. Oh, yeah. And what I mean by unclaimed is people don't even apply for them. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe it's just a matter of not knowing about them. Mm-hmm. You know, from a business point of view, it doesn't make a lot of sense to advertise uh, scholarships because really what you're doing is just transaction, transacting the business. Yep. So, yeah. uh, you know, always look online for scholarships. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to sound weird, but a lot of banks have trust departments and trust departments in a lot of cases will be responsible for scholarships. Oh, so, okay. you know, at my previous employer, there was one lady who actually handled a lot of scholarships. Okay. And, um, wow. you know, that was her job. It doesn't... Part uh, of her job, I should say. Doesn't uh, most um, of the, like, um, the counseling departments in the schools, don't they also cover sort of the, like, the scholarship section or and stuff like that? So... They do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, in a lot of, uh, a lot of high schools nowadays and a lot of colleges, um, there's... It's, they almost make it super simple. It's you fill out one form, mm-hmm. and then they kind of try to match you up with scholarships. But that still doesn't guarantee that all the scholarships are being handed out. Okay. okay? So definitely talk to your school guidance counselors. Um, definitely talk to your college counselors okay. to see what's out there. Okay. Because um, scholarships going unclaimed is just free money mm-hmm. uh, going down the drain. It's not a not a good thing. Yeah. Not a good thing at all. Yeah. So, um, Rotary Clubs, Kiwanis, uh, Optimus Clubs, Lions Club, um, a lot of these service organizations, Mm -hmm. uh, they have a tremendous amount of scholarships that they give away, both on a local and national level. Yeah, absolutely. So, for parents with um, kids getting ready to go off to school or in school right now, Mm -hmm. um, the scholarship season's kind of come and gone right now as we're recording this. Yeah. But always be talking to people, always be looking, always be doing everything. Okay. And... um, you know, there's a lot of wonderful things out there for these hardworking young adults. Absolutely. And um, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. So. Well, that's what they, that's, yeah, that's the one thing that they told us in, in high school was to, to keep, it was to search as hard as possible for scholarships because they're out there and stuff. So, and I actually worked with a uh, foundation in um, Fairfield, Iowa, and um, they're called um, Greater Jefferson County Foundation. And. They were responsible for about 20 different scholarships, and I mean, I, I was just amazed at the amount of money that they were giving away, and a lot of students just weren't aware of them, so that, their job was to, and they, had, they weren't a part of any school or any organization, they were just sort of on their own, so there's just, it just amazes me, and it just made me think, you know, how many other, you know, places out there are like this that, and a lot of these scholarships were for, you know, the... It was like the Mary, the Mary and and Mark, you know, blah 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 foundation scholarship, and a lot of them for, were for like you know deceased families. It was it was, it was just mind boggling, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it, there's there's just so many scholarships out there available. Yeah. Um, people just need to be willing to sit down, do the research, do the essays, fill out the applications, and do it. And it's just it's like money from heaven. Yep, you won't get them all. <laughs> You don't get them all, but you could get some, and every little bit helps. Yep. Every little bit helps. Mm-hmm. So, yep. um, so you know, bottom line, college, college is a coin flip for me. Mm-hmm. You know, what yeah. I what I definitely tell every person out there that you need a college degree nowadays. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of promoting trade schools. Yep. The trade industries in this country are booming. Mm-hmm. They're going to continue to boom as the population grows. Yep. Um, electricians, welders, plumbers, pipe fitters, they make 
great, great money. Mm-hmm. And you know, one other thing we haven't really discussed is college is not for everybody. Yeah. You know, there's tons of people out there who hated school. That's and the true. thought of going for another four, six, eight years is just not in their book. So um, it's something that uh, something that should definitely be t- discussed and taken care of. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, so college needs to be discussed with your children, mm-hmm. with an adult, with somebody with experience. That's really the bottom line. Yeah. Um, you yeah. may be blessed and have all your college money saved for you which is wonderful. Yes. Um, you may be like me and have to try for the grants, um, have to work in school, flipping hamburgers, uh, cleaning tables. That's just part of life. Yep. You know, it yep. builds character. It builds a little credibility there exactly. too. So. Exactly. So do you think there's anything else we should even talk about with this project or this uh, topic today? No, I think, I think the big thing like you, that you keep kind of, you know, pushing on is to, you know, if your parents aren't talking to you about it, to, you know, to make sure that you're, you know, if you're a young person out there in high school who's listening or watching this to, you know, just bring it up to your parents because that's, a, you know, that's one thing that I really, you know, regret is that my parents never really talked to me about college. They, I just sort of made my own choices and they, you know, they never really gave me any direction. So, you know, I don't, I probably would have done things a little bit differently in regards to my, you know, how I would, the path that I would have taken and stuff. So, you know, if they're not talking to you about it and stuff like that, I would bring it up and just say, you know, what are your guys' thoughts? You know, you know, what should I do? Should I, you know, should I, should I do this? Should I do that? So, yeah, I, th- I think that's, but, but I think you did a really good job, you know, talking about that. Yep. So, yeah, absolutely. Yep. And uh, mm-hmm. don't, don't forget about your local community colleges. Mm-hmm. Um, there is discussion that the community yes. college will be free in the future. Yes. That's a big deal. Yes. Uh, don't forget about your trade That's schools. And don't be college. willing to sacrifice a couple of years of drinking beer and partying <laughs> for the right financial move. That's the really yes. bottom line. That, yeah, that's the other thing. Community college is a blessing. Yes, you know, community yes. colleges are blessings. Yep. Yeah, they're going to think them. I'm promoting them out here, which I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, when most of those credits transfer over to a bigger college, then you know it's kind of hard to not uh, you know. <laughs> not, yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> so uh, my heartfelt thanks goes out to all of you for listening today. As always, my thanks also goes out to Kyle Rappenecker of Rappenecker Designs in Yarmouth, Iowa. Uh, We want to hear from you, so please reach out to me by either giving me a call at 319-576-2264 or visit my website at www.greatriverinvestments.com. Go to the contact section of the site and fill out the information. I or a member of my team will be in touch with you shortly to discuss our next steps together. Uh, Thank you all again for listening to the Marvin Knows Finances Show. This has been Marvin Thompson, your certified financial planner. Have a great day.